Welcome to 5x5 Crypto. Each week, we cover the so what of five crypto developments in about five minutes. My name is Afo, and I'm interested in crypto. Like and subscribe on Substack, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. I think you'll enjoy this week's episode. Let's go. Time flies when you're having fun. Wow, it's been six months since I wrote my very first newsletter. I've learned a lot. I hope you are too. And you know what? If there's anything that's on your mind, just go for it and stick to it. Okay? So now that I've gotten the pep talk out of the way, let's dive into the key developments this week in crypto. Let's go. News. Number one, Bitcoin taproot more DeFi. So it's going to be easier to build financial services on Bitcoin. Now it's up to developers and entrepreneurs to make it happen. Okay? So right now, a lot of DeFi, like lending products, are based on the Ethereum blockchain. And this taproot upgrade on Bitcoin will make, it, will make Bitcoin a lot more competitive. Now, this is possible because 99% of Bitcoin miners indicated support to move forward with this taproot upgrade. And the upgrades are expected to take effect in November. So I think this is an important, really, really big deal for Bitcoin. We'll remember this week down the road many years from now, okay? Number two, China is enforcing bans on Bitcoin mining. So China accounts for about 65% of global Bitcoin mining capacity, but officials in key provinces have proposed harsh penalties for miners. Now, the Chinese government started a crackdown on crypto back in 2017 when they banned crypto exchanges like OKCoin, or everything actually, as well as like initial coin offerings. Now, the government, interestingly, has been moving forward with field tests of its own central bank-backed digital currency. Here's the thing that you need to keep on your mind. Bitcoin miners in China are under pressure. Some are selling their equipment, others are relocating, and I guess a few might be moving underground. Look, the silver lining is this. This exodus could lead to greater geographic diversity of mining and perhaps reduce reliance on high carbon emitting power sources like coal. Number three, Texas wants crypto. The windswept plains of West Texas are fertile ground for Bitcoin mining. A number of renewable energy Bitcoin mining projects have been proposed there. And guess what? I'm hearing that some Chinese miners are reportedly eyeing the Lone Star State. Last week, the governor of Texas signed a law creating a master plan for expanding blockchain and digital assets in the state of Texas. There's even rumors that the state might actually acquire some digital currency, likely Bitcoin. I mean, really? Wow. So Texas basically wants to lead kind of how Miami has been at the forefront. But guess what? The herd is coming. Reportedly, up to 25 states are considering signing blockchain and digital currency legislation in this upcoming congressional year. Wow. Number four, VC fund focused on black and African crypto launches. So Audacity fund funded by, funded by 29-year-old Erican Obotetukado launched on the 100th anniversary of the Tulsa race massacre. Look, I actually met Ericon and my conversation with her was one of the highlights of my trip to the Bitcoin 2021 conference. 
The fund aims to invest up to $100,000 in up to three black or African crypto startups every quarter. That's a lot. In addition, the fund aims to deliver insights to help these companies win. Now, the idea is this. Investing in crypto, culture, and community creates economic opportunities for those who are often overlooked, underbanked, and underserved. This is exciting stuff. I'm rooting for you. Stay tuned. Let's see. Number five, 13-year-old builds $7 million crypto application. So when I was 13 years old, I was thinking about school and was praying to the gods that I would have my athletic genes kick in. <laughs> they never did. Anyway, Gajesh Naik built a DeFi protocol that has managed $7 million worth of cryptocurrency. That's insane. Now, this 13-year-old emailed a VP at Polygon. Now, Polygon is a fast-growing Indian crypto company. But he emailed a VP at Polygon for guidance. And since then, he has successfully built out Polygadge, which is a DeFi protocol inspired by Goose Chain. Now, here's where it goes. Like He basically essentially copied Goose Chain. The difference is that Goose Chain was built on the Binance Smart Chain and he did Polygadge on Ethereum. Hey, get it done. I'm super impressed. Gajesh actually, his father studied computer science and he now says he has about five years experience in coding. So he's experienced with C, C++, Java, and Solidity. This is extremely impressive. The future is bright. Okay, explore. This time we have three topics quickly to explore. Number one, what crypto consumers want. So I recently did a survey of, my, of you, my subscribers, to learn more about what are your attitudes towards crypto exchanges. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who participated. Really appreciate your time and your insights. I've created a, a document to basically share my learnings and my insights from this analysis. So please check it out. There's a link in the email. Let me know what you think. Number two, the World Economic Forum um, has produced a DeFi kit. So the World Economic Forum, you know, the folks, they chill in Davos, um, but they basically produced a starter kit on DeFi to help policymakers from around the world. I think this is a cool document just to get your feet wet in DeFi. Number three, I'm currently reading The Infinite Machine. Now, The Infinite Machine is a book by Camilla, Camilla Russo, and it's the story about the origins of Ethereum. I'm trying to learn more about DeFi, so I figured it would be helpful to learn more about the history, and hence I'm reading this book. So look forward to eventually I'll do a book review whenever I get done. Um, let me know if you have other books you recommend I read as well, okay? So thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Bye for now.